Welcome to Move with Deb. I'm Deb, your friendly neuroplastician, and this is a podcast that explores the relationship between the body and the mind from a health at every size, judgment-free perspective. I teach you how developing a new internal conversation based on curiosity, self-friendship, and simple neuroplasticity techniques can rewire your body mind out of pain and emotional overwhelm to help you build the rich, full life that you want to live. Disclaimer, this is not a replacement for medical care. Welcome to Move with Deb. Today is episode 23. I am calling this episode Hot Flare City. So it's been a little knees on fire. It's probably been a week and I don't know why. Here's what I do know. I'm curious and not afraid. I am annoyed as fuck, but I'm not afraid. So that's exciting. That alone in and of itself feels like a great accomplishment. And I always like to celebrate things. So I'm celebrating the hell out of feeling pain and not being afraid. I'm assuming that my nervous system is sensitized and I'm going to keep moving and delivering myself messages of safety. I got back on my balance board and I'm really working on standing upright and making lots of micro balance movements and asking my body to trust that I'm safe and that I'm okay. And that board work feels really good. It feels really exciting to be making those movements and watching myself balance. I really like doing the balance board because it's fun. And that part is really important. I'm taking a wee break from my stairs practice because maybe multiple times going up and down the stairs is kicking up some inflammation. I'm not really sure. It's not making sense to me as I totally have the muscle strength to walk up and down the stairs. As I've progressively been doing this activity, I've had more pain and more difficulty. So that tells me something. This feels similar to the DOMS, to the delayed onset muscle soreness that I felt the other month when I had three subsequent days of hiking after not moving for a long time because I had twisted my ankle. So this could be an inflammatory process. It could be nervous system overload. What I feel confident about is that it's not tissue damage. I recovered just fine from my hiking a few weeks ago. This pain isn't constant. Thoughts are it might be related to lipedema. I was on a lipedema Instagram Live last week with Patty from Lipedema Fitness and Crystal from CF Fit Revolution. And I was there sharing my experiences as a pain coach, as a person with lipedema, and how we can use these methods to turn that volume dial down on unpleasant pain and sensations. There's a lot of stuff for me in seeing myself in this role as a teacher and somebody who helps people. It's kind of very high stakes for me. So it also would not surprise me that if my thoughts about sharing this work also was playing a role 
in the intensity of the sensations, in the intensity of the nervous system response. I've definitely had times when I've been able to train multiple times, multiple days in a row without pain. This is not my constant state of being. I'm also aware that I put a lot of pressure on myself to not feel excessive pain, and that pressure can cause me to be overly critical or hyper-focused. I will keep exploring. I'm going to add in some recovery time for my stairs practice and not do it every day for now. I do like that mentally I was ready to do the stairs each time. I will also claim that as a giant success. Even while I was moving through some discomfort and some challenges that I wanted to climb the stairs, that I thought that was enjoyable, that those were movements that I wanted to add into my life, and that I actually thought it was fun. I'm going to give myself some thumbs up for that, and we'll see what happens in terms of calming down this inflammatory response that I'm feeling. The other day, after coming home, I was feeling a little stiff, and I just decided before getting in the elevator, coming back into my apartment, that I would just walk around my parking lot. And I would just take this moment, this transition moment, the transition from getting out of the car, feeling some stiffness, getting into the elevator, coming home and sitting down. What I thought I would do would be to take a relaxed walk around the parking lot so that I could move in a way that trained my brain to notice that we were safe moving. So I walked around the parking lot with a very relaxed attitude with relaxation into my quads, my feet, my body. I was saying, hey body, you're safe. Let's just relax as we move. I wasn't really paying attention to any particular sensation, just inviting in the awareness of the relaxation. And then I turned my other senses on. I noticed what the warm sun felt like on my skin. I was busy looking at the trees and the foliage around me, and after a few minutes, everything relaxed. I could feel a difference in the strength. So what went from feeling maybe shaky or unsure or a little edgy in terms of walking, I walked around, everything relaxed, and that strength and confidence just re-emerged. It just came back as if it was muted and it just like showed back up and that's what I felt. I thought that was amazing because I'm just taking a relaxed walk around a parking lot and I can go from feeling not strong to strong just by tapping into this calm, resourced nervous system did not have to go to the gym. I didn't have to do any particular activity other than walk with a sense of safety. I love that moment because that moment teaches me everything I need to know. I just kept telling myself, this is easy. This is totally within my abilities. And I kept relaxing my muscles in my mind's eye and I let it be enough and I didn't push past anything. It was a huge somatic shift, and I will keep playing and building upon it. So thank you, Flair, for being my teacher. I really needed you to show up 
right now. And I'm curious about this inflammation piece, and I'm gonna try to investigate it without falling down all of the pain, fat, inflammation, Venn diagram holes that there are on the internet. So I will come back and share those resources, share those ideas, or share my embodied experience with inflammatory pain and see what happens. So how do we fight the pain? Someone on a pain science group that I'm in asked this question. There were many good answers, and this one is mine. One, by not fighting. By doing the work of creating safety for your nervous system. Two, learning the relationship between the fear, brain, pain, fear cycle. Three, connecting to and feeling your emotions with a sense of safety. Four, healing your fight-flight nervous system reaction. Five, doing graded exposure and outcome independence to start moving again and rebuilding physical capacity. Six, make changes in your life that support your agency and well-being. Seven, build a first aid kit of mind-body support whether it's podcasts, books, meditations, or more. I want to reflect back on feeling your feelings with a sense of safety. That's been something that's been going on for me lately. So that also might be a factor in this feeling more sensitized to pain. I've been having a lot of emotions, having a lot of overwhelm. The other day I posted this thing that I do on occasion on my Instagram that I call somatic singing. And it's just where I make up a refrain about how I'm feeling right now, if I'm feeling kind of emotionally blocked. And I'll just sing it over and over and over again until I feel like connected with myself, until I feel like the emotions that need to be heard by me are heard. So you can go on my Instagram and listen to the song that I sang. And here's some stuff that I wrote about it. This song and a huge flood of tears came pouring out of me tonight. I sang this little refrain over and over until the cycle felt complete. I call this somatic singing. It helps me allow and befriend my emotions. I am not writing a song to produce anything. I am just caring for myself using my connection to self through song. I have been feeling very sad, lonely, and scared today, and that's okay. My emotions are for me. My feelings remind me that I care. My feelings remind me that being alive is precious. There's so much awe to be found in the 50-50. So much relief when I allow an emotion to be felt and move through me. And I'm enjoying the relaxing post-cry neurochemical wash. I would probably figure out how to share that song with you, even though it's not really meant to be shared because it's a little embarrassing, but... That's what I do. I am taking you on a tour and a journey through my own mind-body experience. Because I am a human, just like you. 
I feel pain just like you. I also know that my pain volume control is in my hands, that I can turn that pain up and I can turn that pain down and I can turn that pain so far down that it goes unnoticed by my safety system. And that is my goal for me and that is my goal for you. And I will continue to help explain this concept and share these ideas with you as long as possible. I have had great conversations this week with clients who, through using these tools of changing their attention, lowering, catastrophizing, getting into their fear brain and what their pain means, I've had clients reduce the amount of leg pain they were feeling in a week through using these tools. And another client, yeah, again, dealing with sciatic pain. And she said she's feeling much better and everything's much lower. So we just build on this process. Find little moments where we feel no pain, where we feel a shift in sensation when we feel a release of catastrophizing, when we are allowing ourselves to bear witness and to be friends with ourselves, with all of the parts of us that we don't like, that we wish were different, including the pain and the sensations that we feel. The body is full of sensors and receptors, and the brain is constantly interpreting that sensory data. So our job is to tell the brain and the nervous system that this sensory data is not dangerous, that there's nothing to be concerned about. And, you know, not all sensory data is TMS. So it also is good to go to the doctor, get things checked out, find out what's going on in your body. But there's a lot of ways in which we can create safety long after an injury is healed if we're still feeling pain getting a test that basically just is uh, the evaluation is that you have pain. And the doctor uses a lot of words to basically tell you that you're having pain in a particular area. So like tendonitis just means you have pain in your tendon. So pain can happen anywhere in any place in the body. And using these tools can really help bring the entire sense of threat and safety into focus to be our own human laboratory and take control of our sensations. I hope that today's podcast has been helpful and interesting for you. I invite you to follow me on Instagram where I share a lot of these things that are happening when they're happening. And that is Instagram and at move with Deb and I have room in my eight-week pain recovery program that's an individualized one-on-one coaching program that contains four weeks of pain science education materials and then we do eight weeks total of one-on-one coaching where we talk through what's happening for you in your body And we come up with solutions and how to apply these strategies so that we retrain your brain and your nervous system away from pain. I hope that you're having a glorious day. I hope that your flares, if you've experienced them, are short. I really encourage you 
to, whenever possible, let go of the fear or learn to make friends with fear in a way that benefits you. Thank you so much for listening.